Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Ooh-wee. Oh, man, I was doing some theater thing yesterday, a 24-hour play festival. A lot of work all day for 40 minutes, I tell you, but it was a lot of fun. It really was. Not bad for a couple of sketches. Anyway, I've got a voicemail from Mark C. Walring of the Awning Owlbear, so go ahead, Mark. Hey, Glenn. Mark from the Awning Owlbear. Uh, just picked up the uh, Mythic Arthur uh, PDF. I also ordered a soft uh, cover copy of the book. Uh, so far, I'm really liking what I'm looking at. Uh, the starting at zero level is a new change of pace, and I think that's actually a good idea, especially getting uh, your teeth in an actual adventure before you actually choose what you're actually going to partake as in class-wise. But uh, so far, I'm definitely liking this, and I'm probably going to upgrade to this from a regular 5th edition uh, game sometime in the near future. But yes, this was definitely a great recommendation, and I'm going to give it a few more days of look over, and we'll go from there. But as always, keep the stories coming, sir. Have a good one. Thank you very much, Mark. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Matt runs a good game, and he writes a good game, too. You're going to enjoy that. That's probably the best iteration of 5EV I've seen. Of course, all I've ever seen other than that is 5e, but I still think it's the best iteration of 5e. It is, it, it is fun to play. It streamlines it, and it goes fast. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you very Matt thanks you, and I thank you for sending in the email. So, <clears throat> wanted to talk about adversarial gaming. As in the players versus the DM. Now, I know in the past they say they've done this. They they say Gary did this. Okay, fine, Gary did it. But And there's a lot of the old TSR people still do it. But, you know, I happen to think my opinion is a lot of it's show. I mean, I'm not saying they don't kill characters or anything like that, but they cultivating that kind of a rep, a killer DM. I'm not, I know I'm going to get flack for this, especially since I talked about Matt's game. But I know, for me, I don't, I don't like doing adversarial games, players versus DMs, DMs who delight in killing characters. I don't delight in killing characters. Then again, I don't delight in some of the stupidity characters do. Now I'm all for comeuppance. I'm all for you know you sow what you shall, you reap what you shall sow, that kind of thing. But I still am not going to go out of my way to kill a character because and I don't do that. And it's funny because the characters, it's it's one of those um, a lot of these GMs who do this say, hey, I don't do it. They do it to themselves. And you know what? That's probably true. But if, you know, I just feel that I don't like the idea of players being overly rash. And, you know, if they get killed, they get killed. But they also get punished for being overly cautious, which I don't think is very nice. I think it's more like you got to, you know, scoot them in the butt a little 
kick him in the butt a little to get going over that. And, you know, you talk about a guy with a 10-foot pole or long rests or things like that to keep them at the top of their game. Well, that's where the reality creeps into the game. You can't do that in real life. And I don't like saying that because I like what's plausible, not possible, and my realism is just enough. But, you know, if you're going to be overly cautious as a player, you know, it's like... Let me put it this way. In the USA here, you can get a ticket for driving too slow as well for driving too fast. And it's the same analogy. And But I really don't think the, the DM or the GM should really punish them that much. They just need a little reminder once in a while that, okay, you know, you can go forward. I mean, there's always going to be players who are like just too timid and too cautious. So, what can we do about this? Well, we can do things like that. One of the re- the random encounter tables. If they're being too cautious, something comes around the corner and they have to fight it. Okay, that's that's. I don't see that as a punishment. I see that as well. That's what happens when you're too slow. My grandson played in a Labyrinth Lord game one time. He lost a character, and they had to introduce a new character. And the new characters were like related to the the, the one of the PCs that were already in the, halfway in the dungeon. And they went down there, and they started calling out for them. Yeah, Matt, it was Matt's game, and Matt came down on him. He certainly did. He had random encounters. They were dead. Roll up another character. Okay, fine. That's being too rash. But, like I said, the two cautious things, you know, if they're going to spoil your traps, boo-hoo, as far as as the GM. If they're going to spoil my traps, boo-hoo-hoo. There's always, and to me that that kind of, and there's, and, and what I'm saying is they're too cautious and they always foil your traps. Okay, what is that? What happens after that? The result is the DM makes larger and more elaborate traps. And that's kind of an escalation thing because after a while, the players get paranoid and the DM, the GM starts pushing it, it starts you get too elaborate with anything in a role-playing game. It sort of strains the credibility, the the was it the where you put aside your disbelief. I can't even think of the right term. I'm so tired. Uh, the where you're you're letting go of disbelief for that is <clears throat> it kind of strains it, and so you know. That's just the thing that happens. I mean, they're going to foil your traps, but, you know, you just got to take solace of the fact that a certain percentage of traps they're not going to be able to avoid, especially if they have to go further into the dungeon to get the wudgehoosits they need or whatever the goal is. It's the goal that makes them be that way. It's the goal that makes them take chances they ordinarily would not take. So as a GM, I kind of roll with it, and I just... You know, I say, okay, fine, they circumvented my trap, but I'm sure there's one down the line where they're either going to get caught or something like that, and or there's a monster or something like that. But you never should, to me, you never should punish a, overly punish a characters who are being overly cautious. I know that's, and also, you know, I know that's not the heroic thing to do, but hey, that's some way some people are. I mean, you can only push them so far. And... I just don't like the adversarial part of it. I don't like 
game masters who take delight in torturing and killing players. Just, for, I mean, I've seen them where they're they're just walking down the road and something happens. So, oh, <laughs> another one bites the dust, you know that kind of thing. I don't know. I just think it's bad, bad sportsmanship or something like that. Anyway, that's what I got for you today. I'm gonna go start my day. So if you want to talk about this or anything else or complain about this, you can send me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help this program, and I appreciate it. Thank you, my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, and Juan Carlos. You guys are great. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.